Welcome to Clean Break, the weekly divorce podcast. We share the stories and experiences of divorce professionals. Find all the answers about the many complex questions about divorce and separation at divorcenet.ca. Hi again, everyone. I'm Darren Javog, host of Clean Break the podcast and chair of DivorceNet. And I'm here again today with my co-host, Tina Murray. Good morning. I am the co um what am I? The you're, you're the co-host. The co-host. co-host. That's what it is. The co-host of uh, Clean Break and uh, vice chair of DivorceNet. And today on the show, we have one of my favorites, uh, Shulamit Bear-Levtow. Sorry, I almost botched that. But anyway, Shula, you are here today. And thank you for joining us. Please introduce yourself. Thanks for the invitation. Hi, Darren. Hi, Tina. Hi, Shula. Thanks for joining Hi. us again. Thank you. Uh, my name is Shula Neat Bearlev Tobe, and as Tina says, you can call me Shula for short. And I'm the director of Kempville Stress Relief Center, formerly known as Compassionate Support for Stressful Times. And we are a holistic resource for free, low cost, and fee for service support for recovery from stress and trauma in the Kempville area. So we have a team of psychotherapists including me, I'm a psychotherapist as well, social worker, psychotherapist, and we have also an acupuncturist. Wow. Excellent. Wow, that's amazing. So we're gonna we're gonna jump right into things mm-hmm. today. Uh, we're getting close to the holiday season, and we know how stressful things can be when people are getting close. Oh, stressful. Getting close to the holidays. It's it's stressful. Like I was just saying to my husband last night. You know, I've got this I'm working on. I've got that I'm working on. I've got this I'm working on, and that doesn't include my job and Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. right. I'm stressed to the max. Right. Well, it's event planning, really. If you stop to think about it. It's event. It's you're you're either hosting or attending multiple events, and we don't we think of like weddings as an event, mm-hmm. right? We think of engagement parties and showers as events. But if you think about like a shower, how much work goes into a wedding shower? Yeah, it's the same thing for a holiday to host a holiday. It's a production, and we kind of like oh, it's the holidays. We don't even we kind of dismiss the amount of work that's involved, mm-hmm. and then are kind of like. Oh, I'm so stressed and I shouldn't be stressed. It's the holidays, but like, wow, look what you have on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about that and the divorcing client or separating client. How, how does that, you know, extra uh, play into it? Well, it becomes, I mean, it's complicated enough when you're with a spouse and have kids and even more complicated when then you're not a team anymore, you're separated and you're dealing not only with your ex, but your kids and their preferences and your family and your extended family and their preferences and then your ex and their family and their extended family and then possibly add in blended, right? Let's say you have now a new spouse and they have now a new spouse. Like the complexity is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that you can, um, that might be helpful is just to acknowledge how complex this is. Mm -hmm. And that alone, the brain power it takes to, and the emotional, um, uh, like uh, capacity it takes to navigate these complex relationships at a time when there's a lot of pressure, you know, like no wonder you're feeling feeling it because it's tough. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like when you're when you're thinking about it, and I, I I have to tell you, like just listening to, like listening to you talk about the extended family and then that family, I was getting a little bit like anxious yeah. just just listening right. to the layers of how many people have to be brought into the situation. Um, so why don't we talk about that a little bit about stress management in that situation. So what are some tips that you would give, uh, um, an individual who is coming up on the holidays 
and you know they're already starting to feel stressed about the situation between uh, divorcing having kids and then the holidays coming up so what are some tips that you give them well a good general stress management tip that applies specifically to this situation is go slowly mm -hmm. right so globally this means as much as possible organizing things so that you're not rushing mm. right and this means like the entire month of december i would i would propose that at the beginning of december that a person would any person but especially a person in such a complex situation as we've mentioned sits down and looks at the month looks at the time looks at the free time and says what do i want for myself mm -hmm. and makes or for myself and my family right. what, what do i want to create in this period and then make sure that you have white space make sure that you have downtime so that you might be with people but you're not um on it's not scheduled time <laughs> mm. it's fl flow time right because the you might be busy but your attitude towards whether or not you're busy will make all the difference so an analogy i like to use is when you're stuck in traffic have you ever been stuck in traffic in ottawa on the 460 or the 417 mm -hmm. and it's a parking lot yeah, yeah. and you have somewhere to be Mm -hmm. Right, <laughs> mm -hmm. and you have, and you're like this, and your hands are on the wheel, and your legs are tense, and your teeth are gritted, and you're like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, you're <trying> <laughs> and you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, I had to, to And you're like trying to will the traffic out of your way, and you're like wet. Right? Do you get there any faster when you do that? No, no, no. Right. Mm -hmm. So the truth is, you're going to get there when you get there. Right. So the only thing that's in your control is, are you going to be like this about it? Or are you going to be like this about it? Right. Okay. So right. Let, so some it's people are listening it. to the show. So maybe you should describe what you just did there. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, um, imagine, you can imagine gripping, you know, you're gripping, your hands are gripping the wheel, your teeth are gritted, your muscles are tense, your breath is shallow and short, your face is all like squinched up, you know, because you're like really tense. Yeah. Right? So you can be like this, like that, all tense like that. Or you can just take your just have one hand gently on the wheel. Yeah. You can have a, like a more relaxed body posture, less muscle tension, um, maybe a little bit of a more flow, your deeper breath, right? When you're in traffic, whether you're tense or whether you're relaxed, physically in your seat makes no difference in the outcome. Right, right. You're going to get there when you're going to get there because the traffic is the problem, not your ability. You know, like you can't telekinetically move the traffic out of your way. Right. So it's the same if you keep that image in mind, right, yeah. when you're, quote unquote, rushing around the holidays, yeah. you can either move through these busy times with your body all wound up like as if you were sitting in traffic and frustrated, or you can move through these busy times with a more relaxed body posture and mm. a little deeper breath. Mm. Even though it's busy, it makes a big difference to your experience of stress. Right. Mm. Yeah, I think it's acknowledging it too, right? Yeah. Like just you you explaining that kind of made me a little bit calmer. Me too. Because like, I was thinking to myself, okay, this is a choice. Yeah. You know, I, I'm choosing to either be in that, you know. Constant state of stress. Yeah. 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 I think so that, and that starts at the beginning of December where you say, to, you say to yourself, okay, this is kind of like, this month is kind of like going to be, it's going to be kind of like stuck in traffic. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Right. It's kind of going to be like that the whole month. Yeah. So that's good. And do I want to be wound up like that or do I want something different for myself? Yeah. And then that makes space for a whole bunch of other things. Mm -hmm. For example, 
Um, I'm a big fan of advanced planning and a big fan of, or, or not advanced planning, because you can't always put things together. At, like they don't, you can make the plans and then plans go to heck, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But to get to reflect and set some intentions, mm-hmm. but also to put some things in place early. So, for example, um, there are a lot of demands around holiday time. There's work parties, family parties, uh, friends, neighborhood parties, kids have parties, uh, or events to attend, right? Um, so you, you, we're only human, right? Mm-hmm. We live in three dimensions. It would be nice if we were clones, but we're not. So we can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... Uh, something to consider at the beginning of the month or at whatever point is to sit down and say, okay, I have all these things. What is it, what is it possible, realistically possible for me to do? Hmm. And to say, and to decide what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? Right. That leads me into my next question actually, Mm -hmm. which is a great segue is I was going to ask about managing expectations from family members, ex-spouse, kids, Right. Yeah. So, and like you said earlier in the show, uh, the extended families of the extended families. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like how how do you manage those expectations or set boundaries? That's a yeah. good point. I yeah. think that's the boundaries, well, isn't it? Yeah. Really, that's such an important discussion because it, it's emotionally really hard, and you're. I'm imagining many people are caught in the situation of not of wanting the least conflict possible. You know, caring for mm-hmm. the others and not wanting to make people bad, not wanting to hurt feelings having the less the least conflict possible. So it is important to um, discern what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to. And um, there was something I was going to say, hang on a second, around saying no. I, I guess it'll come to me in a minute. Um, that it, but it's okay to say no, right? It's mm-hmm. not humanly possible to do all the things. Right. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, one of the really like trying to do oh yes that's what i was going to say on the fly whenever you get an invitation you're on the phone or somebody's face to face and they invite you to something your stock answer is hmm thanks so much let me think about that or let me get back to you right let me get back to you yes never never say yes on the fly Mm -hmm. or even no on the fly unless unless you know in advance you're going to say no and you've decided you're going to decline right but if this is new a new invitation first of all thank the person because clearly they want you there and they care about you Mm -hmm. yeah or they care about your kids maybe not so much you but the kids right they want something nice for them so appreciate thank you so much i i really appreciate being included and i'm going to think i think about that for a little bit uh and i'll get back to you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a very gentle way of deferring the decision so that you can go home, take a breath, reflect, look at everything, mm-hmm. and make a decision, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, as you say, setting boundaries um, and saying no, um, it's it's okay to say, now, I'm not saying that you're not going to get blowback from people because people aren't always going to like it when you say no, right? Right. However, you can hold within yourself that it's okay to say no. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no for the sake of your mental health. It's okay to say no for the sake of your stress. It's okay to say no so that you can say yes to having a calm and relatively pleasant experience. It's okay to say no in service of your children who are just overwhelmed, right? There are many, when you're saying no, you're making space for what you do want, right? So I might be saying no to this gathering, but I'm saying yes to a cozy time at home. How do you, like, 
I guess, you know, and I guess it's dependent and every situation is different and like there's no stock answer. But I mean, thinking about it from an, from the perspective of these extended families and, and your ex-partner's expectations, wants or wishes, how, how do you manage that? Like, especially, you know, I guess I, there's no well, room. I would say, Tina, that there's no managing it. So right away, in terms of managing expectations, which you just said, yeah. our own expectations that we're going to be able to manage this and that it's all going to turn out okay and it's only going to be like hearts and flowers and bunnies and stuff, it's not. It's just not going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult. And so the first thing to say is this is difficult. It's not going to turn out most likely 100% the way I want. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. It's hard for me. I'm not going to like that. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I can't. Then, yeah. Go ahead. So coming back to the early intervention thing, when you talk about managing all these demands, right, it's really good to have a conversation way in advance about how holidays are going to be handled so that you have right. a general principle. Like the general principle is, let's say you agree in September, you've agreed mm-hmm. for the year that holidays are 50-50, mm-hmm. right? And how they deal with their 50% is their issue and how you deal with your 50% <clears throat> is your issue. Yes. Yep. And so once you've got the general principle, which has been established way in advance, mm-hmm. then when it comes to the time, you sit down again far enough in advance, like maybe November sometime. I know it sounds ridiculous, but look mm-hmm. at how quick November just disappeared, right? Yeah. And you discuss, if you have the kind of spouse, ex-spouse with whom you can have a discussion, it's good to sit down in a relaxed environment and or with a relaxed time frame and talk, talk about the options and how you're going to do it. Because the less time there is, the more pressure it puts, the higher stress there is, and you're already in a stressful situation, yeah. it's just a recipe for disaster, right? I like yeah. to call that the rules of engagement, right? Yeah. So like when you're, when you're going to... When, you're, when people are doing their, their uh, separation agreements, uh, yes. it's amazing how detailed a separation agreement can be. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the software that I, that I use, uh, you can literally, it, it can be as short as 20 pages long, or it can be as long as, as 200 pages long. Because you can literally break down every single, every single interaction with the other partner, like down yes. to the, the details of the date, time, place, who does what, what percentage of responsibility right but i know that sounds very detailed but that's almost like how you have to be when you think about the holidays and preparing for it because it's going to blow up right and i always like to say and i say this in my own life is that i can only control how i react i can't control how other people are going to be right Mm -hmm. if i some situation presents itself i can only control my emotions Mm -hmm. i can't control what they're going to do or say right so Anyways, but preparing for it is good. I would tweak that a little bit and say that I I have choice over my emotions because what, like, especially in high conflict situations where you have the 200 page and everything's laid out in detail because it's to make sure that we can get along as well as possible. Still stuff is going to go sideways and you're going to be upset. You're going to be hurt or angry, right? Mm -hmm. But you have choice about what you're going to do with those. Mm -hmm. And one of the choices I would encourage people to make is to have some support, to have a person, a trusted person where you can go and vomit all the crap so that you don't bring it to the table, right? right? You got to get that out. Yeah. I love how you, I love how you, how you like use, you use pictures, like words with pictures. (laughs) It it does, it does. Yeah, yeah. You got to get it out. Get it out, yeah. Yeah. And then that also is a tension reducer. And then that, that gives you some more balance to bring to the table. But I would also recommend, this is a little unconventional. A lot of people don't think of it this way. 
but I really do recommend the um, support of a third party so that you can have a referee there hmm. and that could be a therapist or it could be a pastor or it could be a mediator, but really the $210 or whatever it is that you're going to spring for that hour, hour and a half to sit with that person to help you have this conversation in a relaxed and um, the least stressful possible manner where there's somebody there to mediate and to like be a buffer. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a, it's called co-regulation. So when, when we get stressed, we flip our lids, right? We, we, we get emotional and it's kind of hard to hold your tongue sometimes and kind of hard to problem solve and think straight. But the third party acts as a co-regulator. So a, a chill third party comes in who's like relaxed and can handle things. And you guys are like, blah, 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 like this flipping your lid. But then the calm third party comes in and it's co you're affected by their calmness. Mm -hmm. Right. I agree with that. So it doesn't yeah. mean that you become calm. But it does uh, exercise a mediating influence on the energy in the room. And then the conversation becomes easier. Mm -hmm. And I would say that this would be something that you might want to do on a regular basis when you come up to these kinds of situations where if you want to sit with your spouse, which not everybody does, your ex, right? But you might like to think about having a third party there for you so that you can mm -hmm. have a good conversation and have it be productive and come out with something at the end that's actionable right right that's yeah. a good point yeah uh one so yeah. Shula, i want to ask one uh one more question so uh when you're looking at loneliness right so the holidays are definitely a tough time for people i mean they're tough even when obviously when everything is going well right mm -hmm. because yeah. uh it's just one of those things it's where stressful. you're yeah and and now you've got people who maybe aren't, you know, like their 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 kids are going with their ex-spouse, and then they're being left alone. Yeah. So right. you know, loneliness and depression kind of kick in. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that and how you advise your your clients yes. around that. So what will happen, of course, as you know, is we come into a stereotypically happy time, and it's not stereotypically happy for you. Mm -hmm. That's going to bring stuff up. Mm -hmm. regardless of your circumstances we most of our lives don't look like the hallmark movies yeah right and yet we see that everywhere that that's what this should be like yeah. and even, you know you, you this is not my life and then it hurts yeah right so one of the really important things is to make time and space for um, these feelings the the anger the sadness the loneliness the even self-criticism right can come up because you can say well, what's the matter with me that my life isn't like this? What have I done? Those kinds of things, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so making room for that is so important because squishing that makes mm. it just come out at the wrong time and place, right? Right. It also, like, have you ever dealt with little kids where when you're not, like, they're all happy, but then you get on the phone and all of a sudden they want your attention? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you ignore them, what do they do? Get louder, rowdier, yeah. Right? Stuff. Until you finally you can pay attention, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say swap them. Kidding, kidding. And our insides are just like that. Mm -hmm. The more we ignore what's happening inside, the louder it gets. And the more mm -hmm. it will bug us, the more it will harass us, the more it will, you know, like it just like, look, it's really loud. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. ironically, turning a little bit toward it and giving it space allows it to calm down. Hmm. And then that makes room for you to do some other things like um, creating new rituals, 
like choosing to have like you might make a ritual you know how they do friendsgiving yeah yeah yes well you might want to do like friendsmas and create your chosen family and have a friendsmas <laughs> dinner or you might like to um uh do something for yourself and and do it alone, but make yourself a really nice dinner, or you might want to sit and watch your favorite movie, you know, like you can create new rituals for yourself yeah. where you might not be happy per se, yeah. but it might be pleasant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Rather than wallowing in, in, in the, in the, 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 the moment that you're in, right? Because you, th yeah. the expectations you have is that this is the way it should be and it's not. So I need to be sad about it. Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. So, so it's important to make room to be sad. And then also add in the rest of it. Yeah. What um, am I going to do now? Like uh, my mom was talking about, my parents are, you know, late 70s, early 80s, and their friends are passing away and spouses are passing away. And one of oh, her yeah. one of her good friends uh, had a one, husband has passed, uh, one daughter, not married, no kids. So it's just her and her daughter kind of thing. And they, last year they went to Montreal for the for Christmas downtown oh, stayed downtown romantic little city a romantic you know has a real romantic vibe right mm -hmm. and she and I said wow that is awesome you know so I mean it, it, it was definitely not conventional no. you yes. know and, and they did the other thing you're tuning to you're pointing to something really um important Tina is to uh, think outside the box mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. Christmas we see what it's shown on the movies and on yes. TV and in the commercials but we can make Christmas be whatever we want and right. if that means a trip to Montreal, a girl's trip to Montreal. Yeah. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, I, it's just, it's managing. It's what makes, it's not, yes, you have to be conscious of other people, but it's, you know, but in situations, it's okay to say, you know, what, what's what's important for me? What will make me feel good yes. about this, mm -hmm. right? And, and like, for lots of people who do not celebrate Christmas, like, so do what they're doing, you know? Like, what do people who don't celebrate Christmas do on Christmas Day? Yeah. Well, I'm Jewish. We we have Chinese food in a movie. Right. Do you <laughs> order it? Because we're trying to find some place to get Chinese food. No, that's another story. <laughs> I like to say we live I, the Griswolds. Done, I'll tell you, because uh, I know all the places that are open on Christmas Day. Awesome. But, um, <laughs> yes, to, to create for yourself some new things that are... Um, but here's the other thing, too, is that... Each year is its own year. Right. It doesn't have to be Always the same. It's going to be this way. Each year you're going to feel differently about it. Right. And each year it's important to ask yourself the question as you come into the season, what do I want for myself? Do I want to try and recreate um, a, a big Christmas for myself? Or maybe this year, I've done that for a few years in a row, and maybe this year I want to do something different, right? Mm -hmm. So what we tend to get stuck, right, in habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to say it has to, it's always been this way and this is what has this is the way it has to continue to be and to just be open minded about it yeah uh, as well you know it can be really helpful yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's great information well so, I'm just checking the time we probably need to wrap this yeah yeah for up. sure this is great though yeah. I I love I love your your vision and and the way you speak about things Shula you always make things sound so refreshing and and you're such a caring person that you can hear it in your voice well, so and it's and it's it's logical you know it takes out in the a very highly stressful and emotional um time you yeah. bring that balance and that logic that isn't kind of pre it's not preachy is that yeah. is that the right way to say it you just it's like i instantly feel more calm 
Mm-hmm. Just yeah. listening to you. I mean, I was writing notes. I don't know if you saw that, but I was literally writing notes <laughs> for myself to look back on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, thank you. Why don't uh, Why don't you let us know again? I know you mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but why don't you mention again how people can get a hold of you? Uh, our website is CompassionateSupport.ca. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to get us. Um, on Facebook, if you search Kentville Stress Relief, you'll find our page. Great. And we're also on Instagram, uh, Campbell Stress Relief as well. Excellent. And you're also on the DivorceNet website, so people can click through to your uh, profile. And uh, I think we're going to leave it at that, but yeah. I'd like to say happy holidays. Thank you very much. And, uh, and we'll see you in 2020. Yes. I hope that you go through this holiday time with some joy and ease. Thank you. Thank you, Shula. Bye. You've been listening to Clean Break, our weekly podcast on divorce. You can find this and other great advice from divorce professionals at divorcenet.ca, where we upload audio, video, and blog content every week. Divorcenet.ca, clear and simple divorce advice from trusted local professionals.